I'm trying to clean up for the party, but I swear to God, my arms can't move that way. Leave it messy. Doesn't matter. Nothing matters. Life is garbage. I'm tired of being thankful for scraps. Still, they want us to love them anyway. One day, somebody's gonna have to make a stand. One day, somebody's gonna have to say enough. You get your ass to work and save my country from these cock-sucking Republicans. I don't care what the unemployment rate's gonna be. It doesn't matter to me. My campaign doesn't hinge on unemployment rates and growth rates. How am I supposed to explain to my child that two men are getting married? I don't know, it's your shitty kid, you fucking tell him. Why is that anyone else's problem? Two guys are in love, but they can't get married because you don't want to talk to your ugly child for fucking five minutes? Are you serious? It's so fucking stupid, isn't it? The God of the Old Testament is arguably the most unpleasant character in all fiction. Jealous and proud of it. A petty, unjust, unforgiving control freak. A vindictive, bloodthirsty ethnic cleanser. A misogynistic, homophobic, racist, infanticidal, genocidal, filicidal, pestilential, megalomaniacal, sadomasochistic, capriciously malevolent bully. If you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. Try and work together. Heaven is just another lie. And if you believe it, you're an idiot. All right, everybody. Are we on? Is this yeah. thing on? Hey, everybody. What's this, episode 193? Three, yeah. Three. 93. Seven more weeks. Seven more weeks, and we get to be... Uh, 200? 200. Yeah. That's pretty... That's not bad. No, it's not. I'm just tired. I mean, really, out of that 200, how many of them have been, like, either... How many of them have been, like, not both of us not too many i'd oh. say fewer than 10 yeah i would say four or five yeah tops so that's i thought you were bad. gonna say good and i'd say eight oh yeah eight, or nine. maybe nine. yeah yeah <laughs> and then there's like the the extra you know those couple of minutes with you know reverend scott yeah you know those are pretty, yeah those are pretty good he's yeah there's pretty, like one or two that are yeah no he's all right good <laughs> yeah no he's coming along he's coming along yeah so i said it is a little rough but yeah well you know <sighs> so if he um you know, if you would just pay attention to detail, yes. maybe spend a little fucking time. Focus. You know? Focus yeah, on, seriously. on what you're doing. You know, we give them a, a worldwide audience. Have something of, uh, cohesive. You know, a worldwide audience of like 17 people. <laughs> no kidding, this, huh? this is what he does with it. <laughs> squanders it. Man. Uh, which, speaking of which, I don't think I've got his uh, his uh, segment yet. <laughs> His um yeah I shouldn't have said that his segment no I'll, I'll say member <laughs> later on and he'll push he'll that make together. a mean penis yeah well, what else is new right he would make a mean penis <laughs> anyway um what's new hey you know what I saw last night no I didn't Jeff who lives at home no it was actually it was I was waiting for a real last name I'm like I don't know any Jeff no it was good <laughs> it was good I really Who's enjoyed in the- it. Um, Ed Helms and oh. um, the big dude from um, the Muppets, Jason Segel, oh, yeah, the big and Susan dude. Sarandon. Oh, Dunham. okay, yeah, it was great. I really liked it. Mm. All right, it was really, really well I done. Totally forgot not all like, about it. It was not one of these predictable kind of things. It was just. It was. Was yeah. it that? Was it wasn't that like mumblecore kind of crap? Was it? What do you mean? Like Greenberg. No. Where it's like, uh, uh. no, 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 not at all, not at all, <laughs> not at all. Yeah, everyone was, it was, it was good. All right. 
Because um, it kind of strikes me almost as like that hipster genre. I wouldn't, type I wouldn't of thing. go hipster with it. Well, it's, the ads it's are probably it's a it's a pretty. <clears throat> you know, most of the stuff that he does, you know, is you know they're comedies yeah. with dramatic overtones. Oh, you know, yeah, like some yeah. of Sarah Marshall was kind of like it got a little serious, That's true. modeling That's or whatever. This is a drama that is that is that is funny. Huh. Okay. So, but but it's really really good, and it's not because I hate shit that's predictable, and, uh, and yeah. you know me, I'll spend half the half my brain watching a movie, yeah. going, oh, this is gonna happen, this is gonna happen, this is gonna happen, yeah. And um, mm. and I was really, and I like seeing things when they when everything all comes together, and I like being pleasantly surprised. It's oh, like, okay. It's like it's like a modern family episode, oh, you yeah, know, yeah, where yeah. where the very last like two minutes is just like right. Fuck yes, beautifully done. Yeah, you know, and and I I really enjoy that because it it shows me that the that the that the writers and the directors and the filmmakers have all just been they've just really really crafted this mm. and they did a really great job with uh, with this movie. So I was good. really pleased with it. So it was good. Nice. Uh, what else have I seen? Not much. Okay. <laughs> Nothing was new last week on TV either. It was like all repeats are not on. Wasn't Thirty Rock? Oh yeah, those. Yeah, I'm think. What am I thinking of then? I have no idea. I don't know. Cause it's gonna be one of those shows. Yeah, it's like oh, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. No, it was a new Thirty Rock, which had a very disturbing intro with the with the uh, carpentry work. The carpentry. Yeah, you had Cyclops there. And uh, and Tina Fey and they were acting out gay porn. Oh yeah, that, that was, was kind of weird. That was very yeah. Weird. That was weird. <laughs> that was weird. Well, oh. Mom Sully and I'm <laughs> new on the job, and that's Tina Fey doing it. I'm yeah, like, I know. <laughs> but then she spins him around and slams him into the doorway, and he's like, "What's going on?" He's like, "I, I don't know. I just got taken by the I just moment." Got right into it. Yeah, that I'm was weird. I didn't know. finish the episode yet. Oh, it was good. Um, it was, it was Parks and Recreation, I liked a lot. Yeah, it was especially bad. the end of the episode. Yeah, that was that was good. Yeah, because I'm because t- you know what's starting to happen with whole this whole election thing. Uh. They're like, you know, there's something you know there's there's something going on. Like they've got an event or something. Yeah, something fucked up and zany. Oh yeah, fucks it up for them, and yeah. then they very through luck. Quite frankly, yeah. Well, at the yeah. end of it, they they either get out of it a little bit, yeah. or they're fucked for a little while. Yeah. This one was. They actually were proactive and said, "You know what? Right. We're going to do something. We're going to stop getting shit on." And I liked it yeah. because I'm listening to Leslie say, "You know, well, your candidate, we're going to have a debate, and your candidate's going to open his mouth, and this thing is going to be over." Yeah, you know. And yeah. and I actually sat there and out loud, I went, "Yeah, yeah, exactly." You know, I was just like, "Yeah, kick his ass." Yeah, because you know, I you know, in the That's back, what she, of, I think she actually said too. We're yeah, we're going to kick, kick your ass. ass. Yeah, yeah. And le- you know, in the back of Leslie's head, she's thinking, "Well, all I need is the debate. None of this other stuff matters." Yeah. But she's not confident enough to say it out loud. Right. But I like that. And yeah, it is kind of turned it was turning into that and I was actually talking with Ellen about that earlier, but it what I think they're using this season as being a real life election season too yeah. is to show how fucking stupid it all is. Oh yeah, most definitely. And it's all who can who can spin shit the best way? Who can hire the most expensive person? Yeah. And and that's really what it... Because they both had the same idea with the ramp and the lift for the elderly. And it's like whoever spins it better. Oh, it's cheaper? Oh, you don't, you don't right. want to invest that much in the elderly. It's like, 
Are you are you fucking? Yeah, there's no me? way to win. No, but I love the way they show his other the, the campaign manager for the other side, and she's just like, I I got a two hundred fifty thousand dollar paycheck. So yeah, uh, she doesn't care what happens. No, no, and she actually wants them to win because she likes them. Yeah, you guys are great. Yeah, <laughs> but she's just going to do her job and leave. And but that I, yeah. again, I think speaks to the cynicism. You know, in, in yep. politics, and it's one of those shows that when it when it talks about the whole small town government, it really tries to it, on its on its face, it really tries to sort of rah rah government a little bit. Oh like, yeah, hey, definitely. You know what? You know what? City government is a little quirky and stuff. Right. But you know what? This season, it's an election year and stuff like that. We're gonna turn it up a notch. We're just gonna let you know just how fucked up yeah. and stupid it. It's going to get, and right. it's gonna get. It's gonna get worse. Yeah, a government is is necessary, but it's also yeah run poorly. Yeah, Ron Swanson, the best example. Yeah, you know? yeah. He sits around thinking day in and day out, how can I eliminate my job? <laughs> I eliminated eighty yeah. percent of the budget. <laughs> well, Ron, I eliminated all departments, <laughs> everything. <laughs> But now they've added they've added other other parts to it too. That if Leslie doesn't win, then we lose Rob Lowe on the show, which can't fucking happen. No, we need to keep him, and that I yeah. think was really really interesting because yeah. it's depending on what it tells us is that okay, Rob's not quite sure about his contract yet, <laughs> you know. Or but it, it, it's also like because it, it's it's also where's the show going to go hmm. if. Leslie wins, her as a city councilor could be really interesting. It takes yeah. her out of this group of people. Right. But it gives her a different relationship with these people. Yeah. All right. So and if she loses, it brings her back and we yeah. just sort of we just sort of go forward. She loses, we lose Rob Lowe. But who, they give, we get somebody else. Yeah. So that it sort of gives them a lot of options from a production standpoint. Yeah. So But I, I think I I initially thought before you said all that is that it was a way to show that it's not just her that that this whole election revolves around. Yeah. It's not just her that if she loses, then you know her boyfriend still doesn't have a job because she can you know do something with him, assistant oh, yeah. or whatever when when she gets in there. But other people, other a lot of other people could lose their jobs with yeah. a new administration. Yeah, because she'll keep. I imagine she'd keep almost everybody where they are. Yeah, probably. So it's interesting. There's there's more to it. Then, then you there's as much to it as you want to see. Yeah, I guess is, is a good way to put it. Yeah, uh, you weren't a big West Wing watcher, were you? I have made it through only one episode. I just started it. Oh, okay. And so I'm um, I'm really gonna I'm really gonna watch it. And what actually what got me into it was watching Parks and Recreations with Rob Lowe. Yeah. But then going back and remember watching uh, Cabin in the Woods, which I can't talk about unless you've seen it. Seriously. Okay. Even a little bit, it would just. Um, but Bradley Whitford's in it. Is he really? Oh yeah, he's what the fuck is he doing? Through. No, no, nothing, nothing, okay, nothing right. at all. Like seriously, watch it. You'll even not like in horror movies or whatever. Yeah, you will really appreciate. Okay, the extra, the extra steps that they've taken. He's amazing. It's Bradley Whitford and and another guy that I am kicking myself. I can't think of his name. Um, Man, I'll look it up. If only there was some place on the internet that was kind of like a database. Let me see if I can find that. Um, but he's, it reminded me that, oh yeah, yeah, he was a dickhead in Billy Madison, but I do like him in other stuff. He's and great. In on West the West Wing. Wing it's yeah. like, okay, yeah. So now I'll, well, he was I'll watch Park, that. Well, seeing him in Parks and Recreation, 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. He played the city councilor. That's why he's been like so prevalent in Well, you everything. know what's great about that, though? There was, if you watch that Park and Recre- Recreations episode again, and they yeah. show his office, there's a... Um, there's a frame, and inside the frame is like a cocktail napkin. Okay. And it's I don't remember what it says in that episode, but that's a um, that's a reference to uh, the West Wing, okay. where they had um, when they were just sort of telling the Martin Sheen character how to be, and it was just like just let Bartlett be Bartlett. Ah. Uh, so and it's, okay. it was a callback to 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 the West Wing. I oh, thought that's it was nice. really sweet. That's nice. Uh, the other guy that works with Whitford is uh, Richard Jenkins. Oh, I like him. Yeah. I like him a lot. They are great character actor. Awesome he's, together. Yeah, he's great. They're they are fantastic. He's a he's great. I like him a lot. Seriously, he maybe pops up every now and then. I, I, I need to see it again, so maybe we can figure out a time yeah. and we can talk to our contacts and uh yeah. you know, go and sneak a show. Because it's definitely worth a watch. I yeah. mean it's it's you know less than two hours, but it flies by. And I think what they do with the horror genre in that movie is interesting. Maybe to me, maybe not like totally unpredictable, especially the way that that some of the stuff seems yeah. to be telegraphed through the movie. But the payoffs in it are fantastic. Cool, I really enjoyed it. It's not. It, it'll probably if it was to make my list uh, right now of the movies that I'm anticipating for the year, it'll probably be like nine or ten yeah. out of a, out of a top ten. It'll make the list, but yeah. I recommend it yeah. to people. So, but it's not it's not at up Cabin in the Woods isn't like top A list like I'm an open minded concept person. kind of thing. <laughs> so, yeah, say that again. I'm an open minded <laughs> person. I am. No, I think this is the kind of thing you would look at. You'd walk out of it and go, eh, "That was a pretty good idea." Because <laughs> I I watched no, it. I, I love great story. I, I watched I really it and do. I'm like. Yeah, that was a pretty good idea. And a lot of people are saying it's the kind of thing they could it could doesn't, but could exist in like an in a Buffy style universe. Yeah. I don't agree with that for various reasons yeah. that I can't talk about. But um you know, if you like him, if you like the guy that that worked on on Lost and um Cloverfield, he wrote Cloverfield, he wrote a bunch of episodes yeah. of Lost, you throw him in together with the guy that did the Buffy stuff. You know you're going to get something at least yeah. interesting to watch. Huh. And it's at least interesting to watch. All right. So I can't say much more because it's only been out like a week or two. Yeah. So it's – but, uh, you know, the thing that stinks is it made like $25 million its first week or something. Yeah. And I have that in the fantasy draft and everybody that, that loves the genre is raving about it. I'm like, yeah. go, go fucking spend your money. Right. You know, help me out. <laughs> See – um. Three Stooges still doing pretty well. Yeah. People are liking it, man. That's weird. I really didn't expect it. I'm not going to bash on it. I'm just going to say I really did not expect that. I looked at the other stuff I have for the rest of the year, and, well, let's just say that Hunger Games better start, you know, better continue to pay off (laughs) through, like, November. (laughs) Because I'm pretty solid in second place, but I don't know how long that'll last. I mean, Avengers opens next week. Yeah, Avengers is going to. I can't believe Avengers opens next week. I know. It's going to fucking clean up. 170. Opening weekend, I think. Really? I think so. Wow. That's what I think it'll do. Oh, yeah. It's going IMAX. It's going 3D. And it's going regular, right? Yeah, 170. I could see that. I think after Spider-Man and uh, Prometheus open, I'll be in a good, like, solid fourth place. Yeah. Maybe fifth. Yeah. So I'll definitely shoot up. And hopefully Paranorman will be, like, the 
surprise movie. Of the I'm summer. looking forward to that. That looks uh, fun. Yeah. Yeah. That looks fun. Oh, and Ted. Can't wait for Ted's that. a $200 million movie. No, it's not. <laughs> I'll say it right now. It's hangover style. Ted's a $60 million movie. I hope not. No, I mean, honestly, if if it fails to do what they're it's expecting, hangover. Then, I, then I don't know if, if McFarlane would be given you know the, the leniency to make more Cause, stuff cause like that. Because you know what it is? It's one of those things where, like, I know you're not a big Family Guy fan. No, but I like him. Yeah, which is weird. There are some folks who would watch, who would think, "Oh, fuck that! I don't like Family Guy. I'm not going to go see that." Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's that's definitely true. So actually, I'm like that with some actors. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> but when he's on like Real Time with Bill Maher, I do I like yeah. his viewpoints. It's funny. I like that yeah. live show. He and um, what the fucker is her name? The chick from. <laughs> Family Guy, the one who does, who voices the wife, who voices Lois. Oh, yeah, yeah I know. Alex Borstein. Yeah, Borstein. Alex Borstein. Yeah. I mean, they did that live show once, or that, that live action show where they oh, had Marley yeah. Matlin on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was interesting. How come you didn't call? <laughs> well, well, we did. <laughs> it just rang and rang. Yeah. <laughs> They fucked with her, so it was so great. She was such a good sport. Yeah, that's nice to see. Yeah. So, um, so you want me to tell else? my story from today? Um, yeah. Oh, I have a story from today. And then I'll okay. to tell you because just mine will probably take a little a while. Yeah. Yeah. No, I started um, my film school program into that new school system. Oh that yeah. Started today, and it's so different. I mean, I started this thing in a school where everybody knows me. Yeah. So I just kind of walk in and, hey, whose room am I in? All right, right great. I'll right. be down there, you know. And it really sort of struck me today that schools are like small, you know, armed camps. Yeah. Yeah, they really are. They, they, they really are. They go in the room, they close the door. Until, you know, you know, I'll just, you know, wear this visitor thing, this visitor badge until we know you and sign in. And, yeah. And why don't you just have a seat over there until the kids are, you know, everybody's out and whatever. And yeah. I'm just like, okay. So it was really, really, really Hold on to this die pack just yeah, in case exactly. anything happens. We're going to detonate so, it. Uh, but the kids were great. There was um, there was this one girl, fifth grader, and I, I had them go. I, we went around the room. I had 11 kids. Yeah. And I asked, you know, favorite movie, least favorite movie. Okay. Why? So 10-year-old girl, favorite movie, Zombieland. Okay. Okay, all right. all right. You know, I'm not sure what kind of parenting that is, letting your 10-year-old yep. watch mm-hmm. that movie, but who am I to judge? Can I guess least favorite? You will never in a million years, never in a million years. Well, this 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 would go along with that. This is the first thing that popped in my head was Gosford Park. No. Uh, her, <laughs> it's a good her, guess, though. Yeah, that's <laughs> Her least favorite movie? Yeah. Um, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Oh, weird. So I've huh. never... Called a ten-year-old girl a stupid bitch before. <laughs> um, so um, when she stopped crying, we discussed right, right, a, what a classic she, is. Yeah, exactly. Well, well, no, but what it was, what was really interesting is she liked Zombieland because she liked the gore and the violence. Blah blah blah. Okay. One other kid goes, you know, yeah, the violence makes you know makes movies great. I'm just like, well, all right, this is really really interesting. We had this conversation about sort of action that includes some violence or right. just. Violence. I mean, and we, so you showed him the scene from Reservoir Dogs, <laughs> and you showed him both versions, right? Right. With the camera so, panning away from the ear cutting. But we, but we talked about how 
you can have action, yeah. yet it doesn't need to be violent and how certain violence isn't necessarily action. So we mm. sort of pared it down, you know, sort of once we cut through all the bullshit, right. it was, you know, they they want action. They want things to happen. Right. All right? right. And I think that what they like with the quote unquote violence is that it's it's kind of taboo, you know? Oh yeah. Yeah, well that's why you watch Zombieland when you're ten <laughs> years old for the for the, yeah. the thrill of a I'm getting away with it. Right. Look at all that blood coming out of the toilet. Right. And when else do you get a chance to learn what double tap means? When you're 18 and drunk in college. Exactly. And it yeah. is not shooting in the head no, twice. No, it's not. It's shooting something twice. But... Finger cuffs. So, uh, <laughs> but anyway, it was it was good. They're a good, they're a good bunch. They're very funny. <clears throat> good. What were some uh, of the other liked movies? The other likes were, uh, there were a couple of Hunger Games. Mm. There was uh, Kelly's Heroes. Really? Yeah, from a 63-year-old five, you know, fifth grader. Yeah. Um, Did he have his cigar with him? I know, and his, right? And his little Irish, Irish hat? Yelling at me to get off his lawn. I don't know what the fuck he was talking about. Did he wear his tweed jacket or was it too warm <laughs> for him? Um, he was wearing a sweater because he was chilly. Oh, yeah. Cable knit, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, what else were some of the likes? There was... Um, I don't remember. All right, how about the dislikes? What what else stood out? Dislikes were um, Barbie and the Twelve Dancing Soldiers. Is it good for you? We had a moment of silence for that kid who was <coughs> watching with his sister. Ah, uh, yes, yes. <laughs> um, there was. Hey, you know what? That takes that takes balls to tell say just even say I watched that. Yeah, in fifth grade or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Um, I don't. Re- I you know. Nothing else stood out. Nothing else. Nothing mm. else. Stood. One kid said Clone Wars, mm. um, which was interesting because we got to have the conversation about good Star Wars, bad Star Wars, but it's yeah. still Star Wars. Yeah. And so. I'll say, I, I admit, if if you count that as an actual movie, I might like that less than Phantom Menace, but the series has matured yes. as it goes well, we, on. We talked yeah. about that. We talked about how it was, you know, it was a... It's like a big, prototype, right? Episode. It was a big way to kick off the the, the TV series, and we yeah. talked about how the TV series is is great, yeah. you know. Um, so interesting, yeah. And it's interesting to have a fourth grader say something like Darth Maul coming back. I wasn't sure I would like that, but they really did it in an interesting way that I thought worked. Okay. Wow. Oh, shut the fuck up. Right. So, um, you a lot of mechanical engineers in that we, school. <laughs> we had a lot of, uh, well, we had a lot of good conversation. We talked a lot about, um, as I'm starting to hear them putting stories together, it was just a great opportunity to talk about, um, you know, what they what stories need. Yeah. And I, and I told them, yeah. I said, you know what? You could tell a story about a guy who wants to go across the street and get a loaf of bread. Right. And he's going to walk across the street, get a loaf of bread and come home. Yeah. Worst movie ever. Mm. I said, your characters need conflict. They need obstacles. Exactly. So I said, if Tarantino was to tell that story, it would start off with him counting the money in his wallet, looking at the store across the street. And two hours later, he would set foot into the street, right? Knowing everything he overcame and why he lost all his bread in the first place. So, and it um, probably had something to do with kung fu. <laughs> but we we talked about how you know give you give give your characters conflict, give them yeah. an obstacle to, and and how they handle that obstacle is how they're going to, um, is how are you going to find out about them? So right. They had, they had some really really 
interesting things to say. Yeah, because you can do really good character development just through conflict resolution. Speaking of which, the director of the program is just sending me an email. Yeah. Stop so, touching that, the children. No, I had sent her. No, no, that's fine, apparently, which is really surprising. Oh, I don't want to hear that. I may edit so, that part out. So, um, well, I wait to the second class. I mean, <laughs> you don't wear assless chaps on the first day. No. It's no. just not. That's no. under the robe. Right. So, um, no, because um, <laughs> I sent a note to say, hey, you know, it went really well, blah, blah, blah. And she goes, thanks, our mom tonight, whose son said the class was the best part of his day. And he just loved it. Great feedback. Thanks very much. So that's cool. Nice. That's good to know. Very nice. So, um, yeah, anyway, so that's um, my story. Okay. I'm sticking to it. Well, you kind of have to, right? Yeah, I know. Well, now that it's all documented. <laughs> Uh, so Ellen and I are going to go get tattoos today. Yeah, how'd that go? Not bad. To a point. <laughs> so we we eat because you're supposed to eat before. You know, we had a big dinner last night. Yeah. I had uh, two cups of coffee and fucking Slim Jim because I'm an idiot. We got um, Chinese tonight. I'm yeah. excited. Um, she did fine. She What'd you she know, get? She got um, three roses, two small buds. I'm pointing at my arm like that matters, yeah. right? A big a big rose petal, a uh, big rose bud open, like, you know, and uh, like, because anybody can see what the fuck I'm doing. And two little buds, one's pink, one's purple. So that's Nova and Ripley. Yeah. And I'm the big one there. And it's a bunch of leafy scroll work. Up cool. her, like Like up and down her arm. Um, we go to Salem. And I'm like, oh, why don't do you want to just... give a shout out to the tattoo for the tattoo parlor? I, I will, I will. Once I, once we get to there, right. I haven't you know, telling a story. I'll shut. The... <laughs> I'll be there has shutting... to be conflict, right? I'm getting to the conflict. <laughs> Hold on, <laughs> I'll shut the fuck up now. <laughs> wow, it's like doing a show with my wife. <laughs> I'm not. Even, I'm not touching that. Again, it's like <laughs> oh, bazinga! Thank you <laughs> very much. You set them up. I'll knock them down. So no, you're right. I should. Uh, so we went to Witch City Inc. and uh, I went to a girl named Molly for these two, but she moved away. So I went to see PJ, uh, and I was very, very happy that that he was there when I set up the appointment because he walked in and he's like, "Oh, what's the what's the lettering?" I said, "It's my girl's initials." He's like, "Oh, I did a bunch of that on a, some of the 501st guys." Like That's oh, cool. I should have fucking gone to you in the first place because <laughs> you you know what it is. It's just one of those things where it's yeah. like same wavelength kind yeah. of thing. Um, so I showed him the design when when I went to get the price and all that, and he's like, "Yeah, it's no problem. We'll just bust that right out." I'm like okay, fine. So we go and we park the car. Ellen had gone back for a consultation because she had her um, Steve draw up, yeah, the, like something more original because she she's gonna go with a Celtic band. But uh, apparently, they, some tattoo guys don't like doing Celtic stuff because it's very, you know, yeah. I guess, it's precise and whatever. Um, but Steve did up an original design for based on some other like Art Nouveau kind of work, yeah. so it looks really nice. Plus, it also opens up so she can add to it, so she can go all the way up the arm eventually because she's hooked now. <laughs> um, Is that her first one? <clears throat> yeah, really. Yeah, she's now part of the tribe, I guess. So. Um, we get it to the. We go to the Salem parking garage because I'm like, you know what, fuck it. This is going to be the easiest thing. We have six minutes to get there, and it's really yeah. close to, to there. So there's no room on the first floor, second floor. We go all the way to the roof, right? She rolls up the 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 tattoo, 
uh, stencil that I have because it's done on the paper she has at work, which is like double size, yeah. so it can be both sides of the um, the catalog at once, like proof sheets almost. Okay. Um, so she rolls that up. She she traced over the uh, the design in Illustrator because um, I wanted the the Empire design, not the Jedi one, not the whatever one that you can find online. It had to be specifically from the suit that was in that card from that movie. Because <laughs> yeah. I have the trading card like framed outside the bathroom, actually. And uh, she rolls it up. She goes to hand it to me. I'm like, oh, give it to me when I get out of the car and close it up. She goes, I, I walk around the back of the car. She goes to shift it in her hands to hand it to me. And it flew out of her hand. <laughs> oh, fuck. Up. Over the fence. Oh, no. Over the tops of the buildings. <laughs> and I just watched it go. <laughs> and it just went. Did it flip you off as it went? Oh, I, it sang the whole way. Oh, Fuck no. you. <laughs> You've wanted this tattoo since you were eight. <laughs> You're a dick. Oh, no. I could legally have gotten the tattoo for 22 years. Any one day. <laughs> I could have got it. Wow. So she looks at me and she's got tears in her eyes because she knows that's it. The other one's the other one's at home. It's like sitting right there. <laughs> and it was just one of those things. Nothing. To, yeah, no. Just... Well, yeah, she she's totally clumsy. This is just like, that's one of those. This there, is was, one of... there was one night at dinner where she stabbed me in the leg with a steak knife. Just just it just fell out of her hand and stuck in my leg standing up. <laughs> Okay, she's so clumsy when she's tired. Yesterday, she went to move her hair out of her face, and she poked herself in the eye. So how can I be mad about this? Right? I was fucking livid. Because, <laughs> like, we have four minutes to get there, and it would easily take a half hour back and forth to get the other one. But I had I had made a couple touch-up spots where oh, Illustrator yeah. just kind of screwed yeah. up a little bit, and and the line turned into like a like a peak of a wave yeah. where it's supposed to be straight, and um, yeah, and I'm like, all right, well, whatever. Wow. Let's wow. let's go down there and we'll get yours going, <laughs> and we'll we'll talk to him and figure out what's going there was on. No way to have found this thing that we looked. Yeah, we looked. I I I, I stood up. As high as I could, looked over. There was a parking lot with a little courtyard and a thing, and we could get to it real easy. We got down there, but the thing must have just gone up in the fucking... Somewhere in somebody's yard is a, is a Mandalorian skull a, sitting there. There's a homeless guy going, this would be a pretty bitchin' tattoo. <laughs> exactly, yeah. I think I'm going to do it. Yeah. So I get in there, and PJ has um, he has one of the, the skull logos, and... Um, it's one that's not. It's it was used for um, like a like a, a stone extra for for that Boba Fett statue okay. up there. It's the one hanging on the door. So it's sort of the same design, but it's it looks a little more quote unquote ancient. Yeah, like it was carved in stone. And I uh, said this, and I said, well, yes, yeah, sort of, but not exactly. I said, now, I I mean, if I'm gonna be a nerd and get a Boba Fett tattoo, then it needs to be a very specific one. He's like, I totally understand. He's like, um, can you find it online and we'll work with that? And I'm like, better yet, I have the email. With the, can you open an Illustrator file? He's <laughs> like, I can try. 
So we did. It he was took, able to open the It took like file. 40 minutes for us to to get it for him to print it out. Well, the first one he printed was like fucking terribly pixelated. Yeah. And it's like, he's like, oh, this didn't work. And I'm thinking in my head, fuck it, I'll just go home and I'll do it. He's got an appointment at three. So I can be back in here and he can, he can have two hours to, to work on it total and whatever. And she was, she, Ellen was apologizing up and down, and I'm like, what, whatever, what, you know, what can we do? I don't, I'm, I'm really, this was the ultimate test of, I just don't get mad about shit anymore. It's not worth it. No. What, so what? You know what? I'm going to make her cry, so her first tattoo experience is going to be shit? No. I and when you think about I it. I can't do that. When you think about it, right? Yeah. <laughs> can just beat her at home. Oh, exactly. I mean, really. Oh, does that hurt? Boink, boink, boink. Does that hurt? No. <laughs> right. But but it's like, you know what? Now we have a funny fucking story. Yeah. And it, it was already funny at like 5 o'clock. And yeah. I was done at 3. Um, so you can't see, because I might be able to pull it up a little bit. It's done up to there. Yeah. Um, he's like, all right. He said, I have another. Oh, my arm's really stiff. Because <laughs> that's pretty badass. He uh, he dug that shit in there. I bled more on this one than I did both of these other yeah, ones really? combined. Uh, but he's fast and he he does great. And we you know we got along like like we were talking about movies and stupid shit and juggalos and all that shit. And it was funny. <laughs> um, the weird thing was as I left, he said he called me Mister Chris, and I had talked about podcasts, but I never mentioned yeah. any of them. And I'm I'm like, oh, that's a little weird. Unless he calls Mister Everybody, you yeah. know. The, but whatever. But he had talked about wanting to go to Rock and Shock to see an ICP concert because he dressed up as a juggalo for Halloween as, right. a, as a joke. And like he's like, I had no idea how big that culture was. I'm like, yeah, you were part of the family. He's like, I had no fucking idea. <laughs> um, but it was nice because you know the time passes when you're talking. And, yeah. Um, the guy that did Ellen's, he's just he's just like a fucking tattoo machine. He just zones in, and that was Ellen was fine with that, just to sit there and watch him do it. I like I like talking to people. Apparently, so there's a great um, John Irving novel where the main character's mother um, worked as a tattoo artist, like huh. all through Europe. And there's like like tattoo artists and and, and tattoos play a big part. In huh. in this book, oh. it's really it's it's really cool. That's interesting. Yeah, so it was, it was interesting. <clears throat> so, what's the name of the book? Until I find you. Oh, okay. I'll have to check that out. That's gonna be interesting. Um, oh, they're not gonna come in. They know we're recording. Who is it? Well, what's Ripley doing? Come in. Nothing. She's she's just. You going to bed? Okay, good night. Okay, come on in for a second. We're we're doing the show. We're doing the show. No, but what are you wearing? Oh, okay. I don't want to be Oh, that's that's why you would wear an ID. Oh, that is awesome. That's really nice. Why? Why does he just sit up? Oh, why is it doing that? Because that's that records our voice. That you know, when you talk, that's how that's what it looks like on the computer. You know that you've done this before. <laughs> yeah, I've done this before. You have done this before. Hey, who? Who? You here? Come here. Come here. I'm gonna ask Hi, you a mama. question. You can you can talk. So, who? Uh, what pony is that? Um. 
Rainbow Dash. What? Here's a tiny bit of stairs. Um, who's, who's yours? <laughs> mine is Fluttershy. <laughs> yeah. Can you say, hi, Angie? Hi, Angie. Okay. She loves ponies, so uh, she'll be very happy to hear that you said that. Do you want to tell everybody who you have, Nova? How are you shy now? I know, right? Okay, girls, go up to bed. Good night, ladies. I'm Fluttershy. Oh, you're a little Fluttershy? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oops. You got it? Yep, she's all set. All right. Good night, girls. It was nice to see you. <laughs> all right, good night. Sleep well. So, oh yeah, since uh, the girl that did these uh, when she she moved away before she could do the touch up work, he uh, they're yeah. they're picking up everybody else's work. So I'm gonna go back on the 17th, get the rest of the top of the skull finished out black. He said he said you know I he said I have another appointment at three, but I'm gonna get it to the point where like it's above your, sh- your shirt sleeve so it looks finished. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like fantastic. That's that's great. So then he said he would touch up the other parts here. So that's 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 fantastic. So man, the more more and more I keep thinking I want to get one. Yeah? I really do. I don't it would have to have something to do with You could get the cover of the New Yorker on your back. No. <laughs> um I don't know. It would I don't know. Something something to do with movies. I um, had a great idea for the one for my other shoulder. I thought if I took a film reel and uh-huh. instead of the circles in the middle Make the inside of that the imperial emblem, and then have film coming off of it. I could wrap it around my arm. That'd be cool. I thought that'd be kind of nice. And I would put three dates in there. I'd put the first date that we were real, honest projectionists. Yeah. Um, oh, the date I saw Star Wars because it was the first day I remember movies. And then the day I was hired at the museum. Yeah. Probably just ring them around the uh, the film reel. Huh. I'm thinking about that one, but I have another idea that I could put there too. So I don't know. Yeah, no, that looks pretty good. It's it's going to be nice when it's yeah, done. Yeah, definitely. So I talked to him about the rest of it, um, putting um, stars and like galaxy spiral, nebula type stuff around that one. And then the, the Japanese print called The Great Wave. And he's tattooed okay. that on a, on a few people. So that's good because he's done it before. Yeah. So it should be no problem to just... And I have that climbing up. And um, I'll put the... Uh, the emblem Fed has on his chest yeah. right on mine because why the fuck not? Right. Um, <laughs> and, uh, you know, five years from now when that's all done. So, guy came into the theater the other night and he was an older guy too. He was probably 70. Yeah. And uh, they were coming in, he and his wife and then like another couple were coming in to see Stooges. Oh, yeah. And um, just sort of jokingly, he points down. He was wearing a pair of shorts. He points down to his his calf, and he's got three stooges. Oh, he goes, "Gonna let me in for free because I got this." I'm like, "Yeah." <laughs> oh, that's nice. Yeah. So, I, so I was like, "Of course I am." Yeah, certainly. Yeah, because he. Uh, what is that? I can't see it all. Um, it's a picture of people in bathing suits, and the tan lines show what they do, like mountain biking, scuba diving, rollerblading. That's kind of funny. Oh, okay. Facebook. Oh, I see. The yeah. one dude has no tan. Okay. Um, yeah. So it's like, like, like he dug that shit in there. Like this one hurt more than the others because really? the the anybody that knows the the skull design, um, I actually wanted it to come down to here. I wanted it to be twelve inches long 
Cause, no, don't we? Because from my shoulder to my elbow is, is 12 inches, which is really weird because I held the design up. Uh, Nova held her arm out, and she's like, I want that on my arm, and I wrapped it like one and a half times around her arm. I'm like, that will not fit. And I held it up, and I'm like, it will fit on your back from the bottom of your skull right to the top of your butt. That's hilarious. That's the, yeah. her, her torso is the size of my bicep. That's a riot. It's crazy. So when he hit the backside back here yeah. for the curve, whew, like that was more than when he hit, when when she hit the tendons on my wrists yeah. and stuff. This just stung like a bitch. There was um, there was a show on. <clears throat> I think it was called Ink Master or something. Oh like yeah, that, yeah, one yeah. Of those shows, and there was a dude who was having like his head was shaved and. He uh, there was a tattoo going on in his head, and yeah. he had to get taken out of there by an EMT. It was I saw some of those. Yeah, it's just like on your skull. Plus, there's there's like it's just a thin layer of muscle, and then the skull. Yeah, there's like nothing. It's just like I'm sorry, that's going into your brain at some point. You're yeah gonna end up a problem. When when I got these ones on my on my forearms, I mean they're big. Yeah, I mean considering you know, but they explained to me. What's going to happen to me after? How I'm going to feel? They said, well, what's happening basically to your skin is prolonged tissue trauma. Yeah. Like three hours worth of beating your skin to, to shit. They said it's going to use up a lot of energy and it's going to it's gonna make you really tired. Yeah. And the, these other two did. I came home. I took a nap for like two hours. I was fine. I actually... Um, Begin and um, PJ was explaining how it's a, it's a different group of muscles, larger muscles in your in your shoulder and and forearm and bicep. He said, um, "Yeah, this this one this one kind of beats you up because it's so much like and it, and it's all black. Like I was gonna go with some color, like make it kind of look like rubyish, but not a cut ruby. Yeah. Just kind of you know you know the the um, bezeled edges that kind of thing. Go with like red with you know." But um, I decided to go with black to match the other ones just to keep coherency between right. all of them. And they dig black in deep. And I swear, about 20 minutes to maybe 45 minutes before he finished, I was starting to get lightheaded. Yeah. And I got mad at myself. Like, <laughs> don't you fucking pussy out on this. But uh, Ellen Ellen went and she got me a drink. She recovered pretty good because uh, yeah. color, they don't dig in as deep. And she doesn't. She has a large design, but it's as you saw, it's like spread out, right. sort of. So she the lines she, are thinner. Yeah. So she ate and she was fine. Me, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna. Yeah, because that's pretty that. solid black. It's it's yeah, it's bigger than I thought too. Yeah. But fucking hell, I'm, I'm yeah, pretty, no, I'm looks, pretty happy it looks, with it. It looks pretty. Sweet. I've been waiting long enough to get this one. So now let me ask. Yeah, what does something like that cost? Um, well, it's weird. Oh, the headphones are messed up. Hold on. Or maybe it's just mine. No, it's fuzzy for me too. You good now? Yeah, it's fine. Okay. Um, each one of these on my forearms was three fifty. Um, but this one is gonna be like three twenty five. Wow. Yeah, I was told initially when I when I like wanted one that was like six or eight inches long, just black, maybe yeah. with the uh, with the outline of the. The rectangle that's around it, just like a faint gray outline. Right. Um, when this was back in the nineties, people said, "Oh yeah, that'd be like six hundred dollars." That's why I never got it. Yeah. Because I never knew how much. But that's why I don't have more. Because, 
That takes saving. It takes basically birthdays. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. For gift certificates. <laughs> Olivia, speaking of saving for. Oh, but Ellen's, oh, sorry, was sorry. only like 225, uh-huh. maybe. So color, you, you would think color would add more, but solid, like this is considered tribal because it's all just solid, right. like Maori or, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. It's, it's. There's more going into it. Yeah. Um, color. It's, it's more. It's more like painting. So it's like a little. It's like a like a zoop zoop zoop, and yeah. then you know another color to to give it the shading and stuff. So it's, and I don't think they dig it in as much. Like, he was, he was pushing, and I could tell I was almost done because every time he went to wipe, because he they would wipe top to top down. Yeah. Um, I could feel the swollen area uh-huh. and the pressure on it when he was pushing. <clears throat> and to a point, it feels good when it's getting done. But after two and a half, three hours, it was like, all right, yeah, I would rather you finished it today. I understand you have other appointments and my clumsy wife. I took the blame for it, though, when we walked in. I walked in, I'm like, hey, how's it, how's it going? Funny story. <laughs> and I, I told him real quick. Um, but I think if we had started earlier, he would have finished the whole thing. Yeah. So, you know, it's my fault that it's half done, so. Whatever, that's fine. Yeah, no, but the good thing is I get I, I made an appointment, so I'm definitely going back to get it done. Yeah, and then I get the touch ups done, so all the little parts that didn't heal properly, um, and, uh, those can be all solid again. Yeah, that's so, cool. Yeah, I'm thinking I w- I was thinking about getting a TARDIS on the inside of my left arm here from uh, Doctor Who. Yeah, but then I felt how yeah. much that hurts, so I'm gonna go with the right shoulder next. <laughs> And whatever I get over there, I think it'll be a little shorter. I think I, I think I know what I want to get, but I don't know. But I think sometimes tattoo artists price based on how much they like you. <laughs> you ever get that feeling, like when it's when I it's don't that, know all the tattoo artists that, I've been to. I, I know, huh? I don't know. But when it's like that floating negotiation thing, like like I don't want to liken it to a yard sale, but like when you're bartering on a price, it's like if you if you don't like the person, oh yeah, you're gonna be like, oh no, that's twenty five dollars. It's gonna cost them a fortune to be yeah. a dick. Oh yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I mean, I got along with them, so that's good. Yeah. No, so. but, but but I know what you're saying. I'm sort of going back and forth with um, the mom of one of my students. She wants to do a birthday party thing. Yeah. So and the kid's done my Saturday class. Um, so and he's doing like the new class right. now so it's like yeah. you know what i'll probably drop the birthday price a little bit mm. you know just to sort of keep them coming yeah and they'll probably do stuff that, through the summer yeah either that or i'm just reading them wrong because you know uh, when he was calculating the the price for today um because i'm just gonna pay 100 bucks next time to, yeah. to get it finished up um he's like okay so we had the gift certificates he's like okay so eh, eh, another 50 bucks yeah so that made me think that it could have gone higher yeah, gone or, higher or yeah. yeah. So no, but you know what? He's he's a good guy and he works fast. And I'm more than happy with 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 somebody I I can talk to because Molly didn't talk much. Yeah. And you know she did great work, but it was it was weird. Not only because it was the first one I ever had, but it's like what what am I am I supposed to say anything? Yeah. I don't really know what's going on. It's weird. So. Yeah. But yeah. And yeah. that's um <laughs> and plus, you know, being comfortable with it and having a good experience. I mean, they live or die on word of mouth. Oh yeah. So Yeah. 
to have a personality and feel that there's like, yeah, you know, he worked with me, what I yeah. wanted to get, personable, you know, oh, yeah. felt a little connected. He's just with like, the, yeah, he gets what I want. Yep. The receptionist know? that's huge. told Ellen, they're like, okay, when Steve works, he just puts his head down and goes. And yeah. she's like, all right, as long as I know what, how he works, that's yeah. fine. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm a chatterbox too. I'd probably want to talk to someone the whole yeah. time. Yeah. So. I honestly think if I didn't talk as much and he didn't talk, like, like respond as much, we would have had the whole thing done. That's why it's tough when I pay for blowjobs because I'm just <laughs> talking, 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 you know? And then it's sort of the opposite of going to the dentist. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, oh. what's the matter with me? I don't know. But let's do a break. All right. That's been, a, it's been 47 minutes. All right, be right back. Hey everybody, I just want to take a second and tell you about a new website that is actually really interesting. It's called BeerGiver, B-E-E-R-G-I-V-R.com. And the whole idea behind this is, is splashed on the front page. It says, owe someone a beer, maybe a missed party, birthday, or you lost a bet. No excuses. Time to pay up. Here's how it works. Through BeerGiver, you can buy an individual a drink or a round of drinks. All you need are three pieces of information. Personalized message, dollar amount, and the person's phone number. The friend will get a text message with a gift code, which is essentially beer money. You show your phone to a bartender at a participating bar, and you have money taken off your bill. Or if you're not at a participating bar, they can forward the money to their PayPal account. So essentially, free beer. This has been started in the Baltimore area. Some of the following bars and restaurants that currently accept Beer Giver are Alewife, Alonzo's, and Loco Ombre, Bad Decisions, Bartenders, that's in Canton, Brewer's Cask, Bond Street Social, Dark Horse Saloon, Finnegan's Wake, John Stephen Limited, Langerman's, No Idea Tavern, The Americana, The Hill, Tommy's Downtown Tavern, and the Waterfront Hotel Bar. Honestly, I think this is a fantastic idea, and I really can see this taking off. Check out the website if you live in the area or if you know someone in the area, in the Baltimore area. So it's B-E-E-R-G-I-V-R dot com. Beer Giver. And while you're at it, why don't you follow him on Twitter, at Beer Giver, B-E-E-R-G-I-V-R. And of course, you can find him on Facebook, facebook.com slash Beer Giver, B-E-E-R-G-I-V-R. VR. Check it out. You can do it now. We're recording. Yo, yo, yo. (laughs) I like it when we come back and we're not like totally focused. So, So. um, what else is going on? I don't know. You want to start with stories? Uh, yeah, let's do a couple. I got this one off of io9. It was just posted today. Analytical thinking really does reduce your belief in God. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so here's the evidence. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting back and just thinking about it, I think that's pretty Well, much. I, what they did was they took believers and they tested them in different ways. So... 
says, does God exist or not? That question may never be answered to everyone's satisfaction, but the question of why people become religious might be. Scientists found a way to meddle with the level of analytical thought people used and, ter- and in turn were able to influence their sh- the strength of people's religious beliefs. Most people believe in God or some form of the supernatural, but there are hundreds of millions of atheists and agnostics worldwide. Experiments have only recently begun exploring the specific underpinnings of religious belief, said researchers Ara Norenzania, a political psychologist at the University of British Columbia in Vancouver. They're Canadian. Is it okay to continue? Eh, whatever. It's cute. They're trying to be... <laughs> it's going to be a scientific survey, but like the margins will be weird. Yeah, it's going to be strange. <laughs> When I became a professor about 10 years ago, I was surprised by how little experimental psychology, by, yeah, by how little experimental psychology had to say about religion. I grew up in Lebanon during the war, and I understood that religion was really important in people's lives. An old idea in psychology suggests human thinking is divided between intuitive and analytical thinking. The former leads to quick and dirty answers via mental shortcuts and gut feelings. The latter involves more deliberate Effortful thinking. Is that a word, effortful? Yeah, sure. Huh. Hadn't read that before. Since intuitive thinking appears to support beliefs in the supernatural, psychologists reason that analytical thinking might be one source of religious disbelief. Questionnaires gauging analytical thinking and religious belief found that people who were more likely to adopt an analytical stance tended to report they were less religious. In four experiments with more than 650 volunteers, it's a, it's a good smattering of people, yeah. in the U.S. and Canada, <laughs> Norin Zayan, I think is how you say it now that I read it twice, and his colleagues Will Gervais, not Ricky Gervais, Will Gervais, found a number of subtle ways to influence volunteers into thinking more analytically to see how it affected religious belief. This could simply involve looking at a picture of someone who looks like they are thinking hard about something, like uh, Rodin's sculpture of the thinker, or looking at words such as think, ponder, or rational. Even reading words is my favorite part. Even reading words with difficult-to-read fonts triggered analytical thinking. That's why Comic Sans is used by dumb people. (laughs) Hey, wait a minute. Oh, oh. I I went there. Fucker. (laughs) Uh, let's see. The experiments revealed that volunteers... You're one of those Helvetica assholes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's that shitty Boba Fett speaker lamp that I have. Really? Just send the goddamn text on What me. is it, the launch codes? I know, right? We're in the hatch. Sorry, I've been watching a lot of Lost. <laughs> uh, let's see. The experiments revealed that volunteers prodded into thinking analytically increased disbelief among believers and skeptics alike. I just love that there's prodded in the word anal in that sentence. <laughs> Compared with people who did not receive the same cues. It's a moderate-sized effect, not trivial, says Norin Zayan. The thing is, though, if you think about it... <laughs> The, the, yeah. The, well, the intuitive thing, like they said, quick gut feeling. Yeah. I think that's more that goes with more with your your feeling, more visceral, more more emotional. Right. Uh, like it's it's more of an emotional thing. Whereas if you take a deep breath, you slow down, and you let your brain do most of the work. Right. So there you go. I think a lot of 
a, a lot of religious folks, okay? Like my sister's a great example. Okay. I think that if I – like my older sister, if we sat down and just – like if you talk to my older sister about it and she let her brain – because she's, she's like, you know, an engineer by trade. She's okay. very scientific. Right. Okay? I I really think that you could sort of get her – you know, if like you got her on the stand yeah. in, in a court yeah. – Okay, you could get her to be skeptical the existence of God. It it kind of okay? strikes me like it would be one of those court cases where at the very end, before the credits roll, it's one of those stand up, pound the fists down, and go, "All right, yeah, I can't deny it." Exactly. I'm just, yeah. So, but I think that because she's also very, um, she's she's very connected to like like tradition yeah. and all that and isn't it also like the area she lives into isn't that bible beltish no it, no it's it that's my that that's my or? young that's my youngest sister oh oh okay okay She's just a knucklehead um <laughs> but no i'm talking my older sister sorry i i my youngest sister an engineer no she couldn't drive a toy train um <laughs> sorry sorry, sorry. <laughs> so um but no my my older sister so i i think that she um I, I think that the, a lot of the, the, the tradition and it's, she's, she's a big sort of kind of, you know, that's what you do kind of person. Yeah. You know? I think that's why a lot of people maybe our age and younger hang on right. to it. And because like, you know, she has a child and you, that's what you do. That's how you raise your child. And that's, you know, and, and I think there's a lot of that. I think that if, if she were single, plus her husband is older. Okay. You know, probably about almost 10 years old because he's 10 years older than me. So he's eight years oh. older than her. Okay. So okay. he's older and a little bit more steeped in. in yeah, that's in enough that of a generation so, separation. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So there's all of that. Huh. So. Um, yeah. Whereas me, I'm smarter. No, because, no, because I, don't, I don't think it's about smarts because there, there, there are plenty of people out there. You know who what? Are... You know, it's, it's not about smarts, but what, it, what I think it is, and, and I may be like reading too much into it, but it's more about being truthful to yourself and accepting what you think in the back of your head or even entertaining the idea. I, I, well, you know what it is? I don't even think it's about truthful to yourself. I think it's about how much comfort Better. Let me rephrase that. Okay. How much discomfort will you can you endure knowing that this is it? There's no force. Yeah. You know, there's no things making there's nothing out there making things happen for a reason. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, none of us there's, have midichlorians. There's nothing that's gonna happen to you when you die. You're not going to a place, you're not gonna high five anyone at a gate. Okay. Yeah. You're you're here for however long you're here. Yep. Okay. The only living you do after you die is in the the memories of the folks who are still alive. Yeah. But after that, I mean really, there are people who are long dead. That nobody knows about, right. nobody thinks about, nobody misses. They are dead and gone. I would, Much say, like, I would say more exactly than, the, than they're, are remembered. There are more dead people than there are. <laughs> I would, I would, I would even say ninety eight percent, ninety nine and a half percent of the people that have died, nobody remembers. So I think that your comfort level, because I, I, I mean, just I, made that up, but I stand by that number. <laughs> it's a it's a statistic we made up for this conversation. But no, I mean it makes sense with all the people that have lived. 
I oh, mean, yeah. who do we know? Attila the Hun, Alexander the Great, Cleopatra. That guy, Jimmy. Jimmy was a good guy. Yeah. That's why we remember Jimmy. He made so, a great Reuben sandwich. Um, yeah. What the fuck? Where did that come from? Poor Reuben. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we remember Reuben, too. It was delicious. <laughs> oh, cannibalism. <laughs> <laughs> That just that just cuts me up. Oh, so, anyway, it's got to go um, with the grain. Yeah, exactly. Otherwise, it gets you know it's tough. Um, got to do that shit right. You don't do the shit at all. You That's why you got to do it right. It's like a, it's like a, um, like a shrimp. But anyway, but seriously, because I because I was talking about um, the whole religion thing. Oh yeah, back with to the Julie point. and the kids the other night. And, yeah. just, and Olivia, it's really interesting. She's just like, so you just think that this is it? You're just this is it. When you're gone, you're gone. I'm like, yeah. She's like, yeah. how do you do that? She's like, what? What do you? You know. Then Julie asks. She says, what do you? What do you do when things get tough? Who do? Who do you like? Me, baby. It's all me. Me. So Olivia's just like, oh, so you're your own god. I'm like, we all are our own god. You know, I, I, We're said, the I said, Olivia, of our I said, yeah. Olivia, all, all kidding aside, um, when things go well. Yay me! When, when things go well, when things like go, it's when everybody, things go badly, it's everything combined. You know, yeah. when, when I try something and it doesn't work, it's just like, oh, that's my fucking fault. Yeah, nobody's gonna you know? fuck you, Jesus. Well, and, I mean, it's that whole <laughs> like, like you know, like you've heard a hundred comedians say it. You know, yeah. talk about, um, you know, what the fuck, Jesus? Why didn't you athletes. help me with that? No, complete they, well, that they, pass. they talk about athletes exactly. It's just like, oh yeah, Jesus made me fumble. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Yeah. But and I saw I saw something on I'm pro- probably on Facebook a cartoon. It's just like oh people thanking God, you know, for helping them through that horrible medical thing, and yeah. the doctors are sitting there going, "Well, fuck you." Exactly. Yeah, we, we yeah. did it. You know, we're the yeah. one who you know went in, did the surgery, and got you out of this. So, but yeah. anyway, so but but so I think that it's but about that comfort level you feel with the amount of control you you feel you have over your life and how much you want to cede over to this power yeah or whatever it is i, I will mean, admit there call it there. call it fate call it god call it, luck, call it, call it karma no, ray we got the oh sorry but i went into like, ghostbusters there's a, there's, a like great, there. there's a great quote from from loss it's just like don't don't confuse coincidence with fate yeah because and i think that we turn coincidence into fate because we want to feel that like I said, we have this meaning. shit happens for a reason. Yep. You know, if if you were a different kind of person, that tattoo drawing, yeah, going out into the wind, it meant don't you know, get it. It meant either don't get it, or you know what, something different's going to happen, and maybe yep. maybe that one is going to end up being better than the original drawing, or the experience yeah. is going to be somewhat different. Yeah, you know. Well, the experience and, definitely is different because now, I mean, there's there's an even there's another layered meaning on top of it, aside from, you know, she did it in Illustrator and I've wanted it for this long and I was going to get it when I quit smoking. Now it's, oh, well, we got a giant fuck up on top of it, too. Yeah, you got a good story out of yeah. it. Yeah. But the thing is, though, it, you know, it it wasn't God. It wasn't Coke turning to Pepsi. It was, no. It was just. Let me tell you how pissed I would be. If I bought Coke, because I never buy Coke, <laughs> and it turned to Pepsi, well, I actually just bought Pepsi. No, it's when heroin turns to Pepsi. That's what sucks. That's a problem. Yeah, you don't want to shoot that shit no, up. Cause, um, but yeah, I can see some people would think, oh, well, then, then I'm not going to get, gonna yeah, get yeah, I mean, that. that. That's an extreme case, but yeah. it's well, it's one of those things where it's just like, no, you know what that was? Yeah. It was 
the wind took the piece oh, of yeah. paper. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Th- that's what it was. Yeah. And you so. can add on to it, oh, we're in Salem, we're near Laurie Cabot Shop. Yeah, oh, there, it's blah, all weird. Blah, freaky, but it's just like, no, man, it was a fucking wind. Yeah. You know, it was a butterfly flapping its wings in Tahiti three weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. Big fucking butterfly. <laughs> Shut the fuck up and make my coffee, you know? Yeah. Uh, so to finish this off, <laughs> um, it says they also stressed that believers were capable of analytical thinking and skeptics intuitive thinking. Um, theologians reason over religious beliefs all the time. Um, oh, I skipped a paragraph here. Um, two paragraphs, actually. The scientists expected plenty of misconceptions and public public reaction to their research. I'm bracing for a lot of hate mail. Actually, you know, I don't think they'll get a lot of hate mail. I just think they'll get a lot of people going, oh, yeah, well, that makes sense. Well, <laughs> see, we're thinking of it from a different standpoint. Well, the though. thing, who's going to read that? Scientists are going to read this fucking report, okay? Somebody in the fucking Bible Belt isn't going to read it because they'll be like, no, man, Jesus told me that you're wrong. This is just going to be like a scientist, a psychologist, people interested yeah. in this kind of stuff are going to read this and go, well, yeah. <laughs> Rock on. Where are the funnies? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, They emphasize that this work does not suggest, I read that part there, right? Uh, Analytical thinking. Uh, They both have cost and benefits in any given situation. Um, Yeah, they can be either. You know, I I obviously, you know, when I get mad, I make decisions emotionally. and Well, yeah, I mean, like, I mean, it's an interesting story, I guess, but it doesn't surprise me. I don't really think it's earth shattering news. No, but to put it down, to actually study the fact that if you make someone think more analytically than they're used to, or if they're not expecting it, that their perception of reality changes. Right. But I think it's a matter of just sort of, again, slowing things down so that the heart's not doing all the thinking, that the head's doing the thinking. And it's a matter of... Asking the right questions. Yeah. Yeah. Which is which is a lot of what we don't you get know. with, like, uh, the Tea Party and right-wing supporters. Like, because yeah. right-wing supporters might be perfectly nice people, but get yeah. them riled up in a political situation, and no matter what you say, exactly. you're not getting through. Cause, and that's, that's one reason why I've definitely tried to... Um, like, I read posts all the time on Facebook. I'm like, I have something to say about that. And then I start to type it, and I'm like, does it fucking matter if I say right. anything? I I honestly really only try to comment on discussions, actual discussions. Um, like, I uh, on the Outside the Cinema page, we're talking about Cabin in the Woods and stuff it relates to yeah. and stuff like that. Um, I posted the thing that the Judge Dredd movie is going to be rated R. I'll have a conversation about that. Yeah. Um, but this is but interesting. I don't I don't fight battles that I'm not I don't have like an interest in anymore. Yeah, and I got to tell you, in the probably the last year or so, mm. I've I've seen that difference. Oh yeah, in in you, yeah, yeah. definitely. <laughs> because you got you, you know what? Because you're. You're seeing it more as, look, you know what? This person's going to believe what they're going to believe. This other person's going to believe what they want to believe. Okay, yeah. I can throw my two cents in, but quite frankly, it's my two cents big fucking deal. Yeah, you know. So, I, I think you, you, you've tempered it a little bit, and and I think that it's quite, quite frankly, it's it's better. And you've even said mm. that you know you're you're trying to like be kind of less angry, like get less angry about stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, okay? inconsequential stuff, like like. Like Joe Nobody down the street that, you know, wants to put, you know, a, a bathtub Mary in his front yard. 
I don't yeah. give a shit. All right, fine, man. It just you, makes you, your lawn tougher to mow. Yeah. You want to put a nativity on the front lawn of City Hall? Now we have a problem. All right. You know, but... Pick um, your battles. You're, you're still going to fuck children in the church? Yeah, we still got a problem. That's still going to piss me off. <laughs> just don't do it in the parking lot. But like, but like, and it, what really has done it, and it hasn't been this, the religion or the, or the politics stuff. Which is really weird. No, it's you, been the movie stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It has been. It's like, I don't give a shit that there's a remake of a movie. Yeah. I'm going to watch it. I'm going to go, eh, it was all right. Yeah. And I'm not going to... I had had this just... I thought we were going to have nothing to talk about. I was I was walking around looking for um, undershirts that were like long enough for me because all of them end at like my belt. And yeah. it feels weird when they end right there. So I was looking for like tall shirts. Um and no store had them. They had three XLTs. Um, that's like that's like fifty six <laughs> inches wide in the yeah. chest, and that's a good ten inches wider than I need. That's what she said. And uh, yeah, <laughs> I said you gotta take it anyway. She didn't say it to me. But... And we're walking around JC because they have a pretty good big and tall section. And I fucking hate people. Like hate people. Yeah. We were at the checkout, and there was a woman being waited on by this mummy of an old woman yeah like the angriest old mummy i have ever seen in my life i've got an amazing store story but go ahead because you're gonna lose your mind and this i'm not i'm not gonna talk about i'm only gonna talk about gender i'm not gonna talk about race of any of these people everybody knows that i'm white my wife's white that's it that's the only and and the mummy lady was white that's it these two women come up and they interrupt the cashier who is waiting on another person. They come up at the side. You know, JCPenney, they have those square yeah. things in the middle. I can't right. department stores the way it's yeah. like registers all over the place. Right. And uh, they're like, I need another bag. And I'm standing there like, are you fucking kidding me? Really? Like, I just want to yeah. buy this shit and get out. And the woman had to stop what she was doing to help this other idiot just to shut her the fuck up. Yeah. And... She, at the end, when she got what she wanted, she said, oh, I was, I'm was, i sorry to interrupt. And she said, thank you to the other lady. And the other lady was like looking at her phone, like yeah. angled away from them. And um, so that was the first part. <laughs> the second part was as an, another woman came up, so, so the mummy didn't have to ring us up because mm-hmm. she was taking forever to do whatever she was doing. And... um. As as the woman's ringing up the stuff that Ellen's getting, this this young two young girls call from fifteen feet away from the register. <laughs> Do you have self adhesive bra cups? And I'm like, I, I'm like, they better not be talking to my, our fucking cashier. And she looked up and she said, "No, we don't." Just like that, like. Are you fucking kidding me? And then they went off talking about, you know, how they can get them all over the place in, in the Dominican Republic. That's all. That that was just a weird, wow. like, thing. So she rings us up. She was very polite. Everything was nice. You know, she she took three seconds to say, no, we don't. And that's yeah. it. She rang the rest of the stuff up. Everything she rang through, she told Ellen what the price was as it was going. I'm like, great. That's good. Everybody else in the store is a fucking asshole. <laughs> And I said, um, I said, I am so glad that you are not the woman at the register getting rung up when that lady asked for a bag. And she looked at me and she said, what would you have said? 
Well, I said after she apologized to you for you know interrupting your transaction, I would have looked at her and said, "Oh well, who fucking cares? As long as you get what you want, bitch." <laughs> and I would have because yeah. I'm like six and a half feet tall. And I definitely don't look like I belong in JCPenney. <laughs> but then I'm, we're walking around the mall and I'm seeing, first of all, it's a Wednesday afternoon, right? Yeah. I left work early because I, I need to move time later yeah. in the week. And um, Ellen Ellen left early because she was all caught up and she has time. And we're walking around the mall and I'm like, I hate every fucking person here. <laughs> None of these are the people that should be out looking for jobs. Yeah. And I know that sounds like like elitist or whatever, but it was like, the dreck of society was just floating around that mall. Like white dudes with flat brim caps dressed like they just rolled around on their floor. And I had never been in Nordstrom. Yeah. I'm like, fuck it. We'll, we'll just look in there too. Cause yeah. whatever. And the first thing that struck me about Nordstrom was how much space there is in that store, like yeah. empty space. And then yeah, I thought, I, that story. I thought, Oh, well, the reason they have so much empty space is because their shit's so expensive, so they don't need to put as much of it on the floor. Right. But it's a nice store. I just don't like none of the clothes are for me. Yeah, that's all expensive. And I walked in, and this is what I said walking into Nordstrom. So long, long story longer. Um, I said, you know, I don't think it's the fact that I'm getting older that I I look at people and say, why do you dress like that? I said I think I understand, and I'm 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 smarter. And I and I understand how society works more. Yeah. I said, you know, I'm gonna wear this, you know, button down shirt. I will do the 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 pompadour hair, but I I'm neater and I look more put together. But I also look tougher. I yeah. will I will say. <laughs> um, but I can also slick my hair back and dress in a normal. Like I don't have a, a hairstyle that like stands out. It's actually a normal haircut. Yeah. You know, um, I can cover my tattoos. I can be whatever. But I don't walk around with that attitude anymore that yeah. that skateboarder punk attitude that i used to have and I, I can't imagine why i used to do that but it's and i don't just, think it's because i got older i think it's because now i see how you have to behave to fit in oh well, yeah i said because some people i know some people that that hit that at like 20 they figured out that they they're, they're gonna wear beige pants and a button-down collar shirt every day and they're gonna mm. fit in perfectly I've been dressing the way I dress since high school. There's nothing wrong so with that. Yeah. I have not changed much at all. I've gone through Cause, cause, so you know many what different it is? styles. Because you know what it is? It's like, I just, you, you know me, I don't like to be inconvenienced. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. I like to be comfortable in my clothes. All your clothes are like in the same earth tone palette, I just, so I really, you don't even have to think about matching. I really don't. You know? <laughs> and in the summer, it's even it's even simpler. I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do in the summer for shoes, because I'm even getting tired of putting on socks. Um, you know what? I finally went to sandals because they're fucking comfortable. Yeah. I used to wear, uh, I used to have these pair of Birkenstocks that I but loved yeah. to death. But um, I'll only wear them like, like if we go to the beach, weird. I'll wear them. But uh, or around the house if I'm in the yard or something, I won't wear them out. I'll put shoes on. All right, I'm going to tell you about this asshole at Target. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. not this Target. Target up in Salem. I'm not going to say the dude's name because I've said enough. Target up in Salem, New Hampshire. Right. Oh. Because okay. I, I went up there because I had to get some stuff. And I does anybody, anybody, any of us know? No. Oh, okay. Um, just a dude that works there. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, um, but I thought, hey, you know what? Julie's in a meeting, and then she has a bunch of other work to do. Frankie and I decided let's take a road trip. Okay. Right. 
So yeah. great. Hop in the car, go up to Target in Salem. Now, we're in there. We're walking around. We're, you know, looking for stuff. We had plenty of time to kill. And it was right. great because I, I just got to hang out with them, which yeah. is awesome. Um, so we're in the we're in the toy section. He was looking at toys and stuff. And then we get to like the big, you know, the big sort of cage thing with like the bouncy ball. Oh, the ball. balls, yeah. Yeah. So – and he, he loves that stuff. Right. So we're there. And we were there. We were playing for like maybe – 10, 15 minutes, just having a great – because he's giggling his ass right. off. And you must We're have had a, a cart so it would yeah, look like cart. you're going to oh, shop. I had a cart. I had stuff in my cart. Oh. Okay, for me, going into Target, it's like there's a $60 cover yeah. at the door. <laughs> yeah. All right? I go in there for tape and – How did I end up with four Blu-rays? Exactly. <laughs> Not me, though. I don't buy Blu-ray. I steal movies. So, oh. um, so there's a dude um, – Employee? So like, yeah. Okay. Like, you know, doing something in like some shells and stuff like that. So he was there yeah. for pretty much the entire, I guess he was like maybe changing prices or Can doing you give us an age? To, to... He's probably early 20s. Okay. Okay. Looked kind of like a bit of a hipster dickhead. Right. right? So um, we're just playing and stuff like that. And the yeah. ball sort of, you know, at, at one point, you know, sort of went over toward him. So Frankie gets it and plays mm-hmm. it, you know, and he kind of noticed him just like, oh, he's He's, you know, having a great time. He's just like the guy, the fucking dickhead looks at me, goes, yeah, you know what? Some people buy those. I'm like, I'm like, I, I look at him like, and Frankie's young enough now that I can look at this kid and go, I'm sorry. What the fuck did you say? Yeah. Right. And, and, and I, I picked up the boy. Cause I figure if I pick up the boy, my uh-huh. boy, yeah. um, that might I will punch a this motherfucker in the head yeah. and put him in the, put him in the carriage. And I walked away and oh. I found a manager. Oh, good. And I'm like, hey, excuse me. I'm really, really angry. And that is something that a manager hates to fucking Oh, hear. no, not hates. Never wants to hear. Yes. Because now I see it in his face. He's like. You mean when all the blood drained yes, out of it? exactly. Yeah. All right. And he got yeah. that feeling in his stomach that we've had. Oh, yeah. You know, when a customer comes up and says, I'm not happy. Yeah. All right. Yeah, because I'm kind of getting that a little bit right now. So I <laughs> tell him, I, I, can said, ab- I can put myself in that again, place. And again, this guy sees that I've got like $50, $60 worth of shit. Why is my computer trying to update right now? What is it doing? Oh, it's Firefox. Oh, it doesn't okay. matter. Um, <laughs> my so, computer's smarter so, than that. And again, I'm, I'm, I'm a normal, everyday customer. Yeah, and okay? you're not dressed Whatever. outrageously no, or me. anything. You know, I imagine I it was like a something like this. Gap ad, all uh, right? Maybe Dockers, but whatever. <laughs> uh, or JCPenney, maybe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so... He's just like, um, it, what happened? And I told him what happened. Yeah. And I said, you know, normally if I have an issue with, you know, like like a waiter or something like that or, or something like that, I'm not looking to get the dude fired or anything because everybody needs to be better at their job. And oh, yeah. Everybody's got something. And I look at the guy. I'm like, but I kind of hope you fire this motherfucker. And I went. I said, I'm going to go pay for my stuff. But I got to tell you. I'm going to tell everyone who stands still long enough to listen yeah. that this happened. Yeah. Okay? You know what? I think you maybe you should I hope the tell motherfucker got fired. Huh? You should tell people his name. Dude's name was Steve. <laughs> All right? Steve at the Target in Salem, New Hampshire. So fuck him. I was, I was more mad than when the fat bitch at the supermarket told me buying lobsters like, like on uh, Christmas Eve. This was a bunch of years ago. I was, yeah. with, I was with Olivia and Cole. Where she said, now, you've been to my house. I have more fucking pets than I need. Yeah, that's okay? true. Yeah. And Me too. <laughs> she's, she's just like, oh, you're buying lobsters. What a great way to, to show your kids how to treat animals. I'm like, 
I, and the kids were old enough that I couldn't tell her. Just maybe fucking pass by a Twinkie now and then. Well, what? It, yeah. I, I while you were like, telling the story in my head, I'm trying to think how I would have done that if I had both girls in in the carriage. And I think this is what I would have said. Because why not? Right? Go ahead. I would have said, girls. I would because we, we would have been over there by him, right? I would have said, girls. You know how sometimes I tell you that people are jerks, <laughs> and they would say, yeah, yeah, the Joker's a jerk. I said, yeah. This guy's an asshole. <laughs> you know what comes out of your asshole, girls? Shit. You poop out of your asshole. Nothing that comes out of this person's mouth is worth more than the poop that comes out of your butt. Now we're going to go find his boss so he can go home and think about what he's done. Oh. And I would have made like, him what? shit himself. What a I'm, I, dick. Uh, so what did the manager say? Manager just, oh, my God. He, he, he just said, I, I, you know, he apologized up and down. Oh, yeah. He's just like, I'm, I'm really sorry. It's so, not his fault. It, so you no, can't, totally, it's I'm not tough mad. not to get I'm mad at mad. them, right? I, no, 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 because I get it. I'm not <laughs> yeah. mad at him. Right. Okay? And I'm sure that he is livid and that if he could, he would punch Steve in the face. <laughs> yeah. Because, you know, I get it. Yeah. He's got a lot of shit to do. All right. It's not. not it's Steve. not a. It's Fuck not, Steve. I'm talking about the manager guy. A, well, no. All being right? a manager of an, of anything in retail is a thankless job. Right. I mean, I would have. And, and again, I don't do this shit because I'm looking to get anything. No, that's walking, out of know. line. It's just. It's just. You just don't fucking treat people like that. Like fuck you. Yeah. yeah. You know. I. That's that's. And I'm a big fan of Target. I really if, am. I mean, maybe maybe I could see if your your kid was like ten. You say something like that, but Frankie's like one. He's 15 months old. Four, 15 months? How the fuck old is he? He's one. Let's say one, Let's and say you're one. safe. <laughs> like, what but like fuck? a one-year-old? It's like, dude. But he was hates hates you. He's just like, yeah, some people buy those. And, I'm surprised. Was, you, I'm surprised. Yeah, you, and, and you're I'm so just, mad you I'm got like nothing. Stunned. I'm like, did, did he just... You know, you know, because like there's that there's that split second where you're giving him the benefit of the doubt, saying you know where, where he's really trying to say that yeah, those are really popular. Yeah, but yeah, it's that it, yeah, it's that it's, second it's where that, you're, you're processing. Like, oh, wait a minute, maybe he's not a dick. You, you get know? that Terminator vision going. Yeah, asshole. Uh, yes, no. Yes, no. <laughs> no, no. He's an asshole. Wow. He's not, no, he's, you know, he's less than an asshole because he's of absolutely no use. Yeah, that's. I can't understand that. Like, I mean, like, how what what you had one out of the thing, right? And and it bounced away. Yeah, I can't we, imagine you like threw them all no, out no, of the no. fucking we thing. Just, I mean, we, like I mean, I, he doesn't even catch, so I'm yeah. just kind of like it's bouncing Whoa. off of him, <laughs> and then he's taking it and and bouncing it back to me, you yeah. know. And and that, that's what we did with like. See, you say that you tennis. say that to like 14 year olds that are waiting for their mom to pick them up from watching a movie or something. You know, because they're just in the store to fuck around. Like when I yeah. got in, used to get in lightsaber fights in the 80s with my friends in Toys exactly. R Us. They would chase us out. They'd be like, this isn't the fucking Death Star. It's like, oh, okay, we'll leave. When I would go into Jordan Marsh and set the alarm clocks to one <laughs> after another. One minute, one minute, one minute. But if you're an adult and you have shit in your cart. I'm just hanging with my kid. And I, you know, great. You know, it's not a fucking. But just from a sales standpoint, it's like, I'm surprised you didn't leave all the shit there. Like push the cart towards them and go. That's remerchandising for you, right there. You need to put all that back. I needed dog food. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Yeah, it was <sighs> shit. 
asshole. We should start. We should start a bad customer service segment. I think of we did. We do that like about a year or so ago, or like no, it was jobs, bad jobs that we've jobs had. That we've had, or we did like asshole of the week for a while. We did, yeah. Did that and. But it, you know, I think I think it's good to I think it's good to rotate stuff through yeah. like that. You know, so uh, bad customer service experiences, send them in. Yeah, why but, not? But on the flip side of that, yeah, on the flip side of that, um, Julie, um, Julie got a little bit of a bonus. Oh, like, nice. Like work wise, she um, she contributed to a book like twelve years ago, ah. so she still gets a royalty check every. Oh, year. that's good. Yeah, so it's every every year every year we get a check. Huh. So we went to. Um, Cheesecake Factory the other day. Uh-huh. And I got to tell you, every time I've been in there, the service has been phenomenal. Frankie was yeah. getting wicked fussy because uh-huh. he was hungry and he was a little tired and stuff. Yeah. And Julie was like literally at the point where she said, you know what, just get my lunch to go and I'll take him to the car because right, I was right. with Lily too. And um, But the waitress came over. She got these three like almost like snow cone cones oh. and like a little pat of butter. And she's like doing this little three-card Monty playing a little wow. game with like she was that's, great because she wanted because she had kids and she wanted just like hey let's yeah. you know and then like the food came and everybody was fine and we got to have lunch together and it was it was just like fuck it yeah. so that's when I found a manager uh, yeah yeah <laughs> and I said and I was just like hey um, are you a manager and again you see the blood drain from their face yeah you know yeah because you I'm, can't smile enough exactly. to put them at ease exactly yeah. <laughs> and because um, like, restaurants are even more tense oh exactly than retail I was just like, yeah. no no dude I just got to tell you that. Lorraine or whatever the fuck her name was. Yeah. All right. I knew it at the time. Right. Um, I said, she's absolutely amazing. Mm. And Did she have dark hair? Yeah. Because we had a dark haired waitress at Cheesecake Factory. And every time I go out with the girls, I like, I like have these mini panic attacks because like I want them to be good, you yeah. know, and all that. And they generally are. Yeah. But the waitress we had, she was fantastic. Yeah. She was absolutely. And, and I, I said, you know what? I've been in here several times. Mm. Um, I always get great service, and I always try to find a manager to let you know that hey, so and so was awesome. Yeah, you know because that shit's imp- one. It's important for the managers. To yeah, know that you know it's important that because it not only brightens their day, right, <laughs> but it also you know and, and and they pass that shit on to the staff. It's just like hey, you know, nice fucking work. Yeah, and I don't know. I know a lot of different places have got different incentives for hey, you know, you right. get a nice word or something, you get a oh yeah a shift or a blowjob or whatever. I don't know how they work it. Okay. <laughs> So, you know, whatever. But I, I just think it's important to to point that shit out. Yeah, <laughs> we didn't tip her shit. No, no. I'm kidding. No, I'm kidding. See, um, I I I I used to be with uh, with tipping. It used to be. Um, oh well, if you if you notice that my drink needs to be refilled and you bring my food to me when it's warm, yeah. then I'll give you twenty percent. Um, now with the girls, it's like, oh, if you uh, even talk to them. And and entertain whatever crazy story. Nova introduced herself at Chili's to the waitress. She said her name was Black Canary. That's how much she loves that character. Nice. I'm like, tell her your real name. <laughs> I'm Nova. Because your real name's awesome too. So yeah. Awesome, you know. But yeah, you can tell the, the waitresses that are good and the ones that are like mm. Yeah. But I'll I'll go like twenty five, thirty yeah. percent sometimes if they're like really And you can impressive. tell the ones that are fake, those people you just want to kick in the teeth. Yeah. But you know what? If they're nice, if the girls respond to it, then all right. So why don't we do a break before we uh, break. we do this so we have at least two breaks? Because we did, did like almost right. no news. Did anything happen in the primaries or any political nah, shit this week? Be Romney. He sucks. So moving on. All right. Hold on. Let me uh, stop this here and come back. 
cemetery shake The night seemed darker than before What God left behind The necromancer take The night is darker than before Ashes to ashes Dust to dust Coldest ground Where the cracks start to appear The fog seems thicker than before Death is on the rise When the hour grows near The fog is thicker than before Ashes to ashes Dust to dust A foreboding silence lie upon the graveyard As the rain begins to fall Through thunder and through lightning Heed the necromancer's call Shake. The night seemed darker than before What God left behind The necromancer take The night is darker than before Ashes to ashes Dust to dust A foreboding silence lie upon the graveyard As the rain begins to fall Through thunder and through lightning Hear the necromancer's call Hear the necromancer's call So we have some mail here from James the Dork. Oh, yeah. I want to point out that uh, Dustin sent me a message on um, Facebook that he left an email, I mean, a voicemail, but it never went through. So, um, yeah, the options kind of fucked up and he wasn't sure if it actually recorded or not. So it did not. But I'll answer him on Facebook. Subject here is as the son of a single mother. Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) All right. uh, This starts off. Fuck you, Ann Romney. Fuck Mm. you in your self-righteous ass. (laughs) To be fair, Chris pretty much said everything else I needed to say, so I'll leave it at that. Being someone who doesn't watch a lot of news, though, I have to ask, 
are the, quote, liberal media pushing back about this garbage? Fox News is publicly vilifying the woman that said the stuff about Romney. But where is the counterpoint? Is everyone scared to come out and say, yeah, she's fucking right? Rich people, which is most D.C., most of D.C., let's be honest. Mm. Actually, that's not true. D.C.? D.C. Is, is, is actually not rich people. Oh, no. Well, I think, you know, he means the, the, the politicians, politicians Yeah, in they all live around D.C. Yeah. Don't give a good goddamn what clue the average work, American worker is going through. I've spent uh, the last four years waking up and not knowing if I'm going to have a job when I get to work. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, the assholes in D.C. want to debate gay marriage, violence in video games, internet piracy, and who knows what other bullshit distractions that have nothing to do with trying to boost our economy. So I can have a little peace of mind. Anyway, just had to rant a little James the door. That makes sense. Yeah, fucking Romney. So nothing yet from uh, Scotty Scott? Not yet, no. But um, he knows when we're recording, so I'm sure it's on its way. Oh, we did. uh, Speaking of Scotty Scott, Scotty Dew. Oh, yeah? um, Had a birthday last week. That's right. That's right. Yeah, so happy birthday. Happy birthday, Scott. There are a lot of people that have birthdays last week. So happy birthday to everybody. Everybody. And everybody's going to have birthdays between now and the next show. Yeah, that's true. So, you know, happy birthday to everybody. I'm good. <laughs> everybody all over the place everybody all the time. Yeah. So I can't believe April's almost done. It's like, what the fuck? Where did it go? I know. Yep. Years just flying by. Pretty soon it'll be. Don't want to talk about it. July. Fuck you, because then winter's coming. Winter's always coming. I know. <laughs> Mrs. Winter's good at her job. No, um, I'm uh, I'm trying to think that I thought there was something else. They said that Ron Paul might have won a couple of states yeah, instead of Romney. Fucking matter. It's going to be Romney. We know that Romney's going to do. Oh well, yeah, because be Gingrich is uh, suspending his thing on uh, yeah. Sunday or Monday or something. He's. Gonna... No, I saw a, a cartoon where like Gingrich is in the background digging like <laughs> through the couch cushions, <laughs> yeah, and his yeah, wife's yeah. on the phone's going, "I'm sorry, he's at a fundraiser right now." <laughs> yeah, he bounced his five hundred. Oh, fucking. Yeah, so it's this is this is what's going. We all know how this is going to happen. Romney's going to come out. There's going to be bullshit conversations, debate, 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 bullshit, 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 flag waving, flag waving. Yeah. Obama's going to win. A lot Let's of chest thumping with it. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So I really hope that there's only like two or three debates, not like this these Republican debates where there were like fifteen yeah, of the fucking the, things. Like yeah, it's have so. have two presidential, one vice. You don't even need the vice president. You don't even need debate. the vice presidential ones because really, what's let's debate where we're going to put that chair. I mean, <laughs> I will vote yay in a tie-breaking exactly. decision. So, whatever. This will Who? be the coin I use to flip. Yeah. Oh, I gave the girls each uh, one of the gold like Washington coins, mm-hmm. um, and um, I told them it was pirate treasure because they're gold coins, right? I'm like, you can put them in there in your banks later when we go upstairs. And they took him to my mom's house. And when I went over, I noticed I came home because um, it must have been a Friday. So I get out at like 3.30 on Friday. So I came home. I saw it sitting on the counter. So I picked, took it with me. And I, I said, so whose coin was this? Who who left their coin? Because the other, whoever was brought the other one with her. And uh, Nova ran up and she said, and I'm so proud of her because like I don't, I, she said, oh, that's my two-faced coin. <laughs> awesome. awesome. That is That is great. She 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 watches. Um, we've been watching Justice League Unlimited, the uh, yeah. older series, and she's just naming off fucking heroes. That I don't even. She's like, I want to marry Blue Beetle. I'm like, what the really? Wow. Okay. Knock yourself out. First, then it was I want to marry Aquaman. I'm like, Aquaman's already married. She's oh, she got totally depressed. 
Because she loves the Aquaman from Brave and the Bold. Yeah, but you look at Aquaman and you go, honey, he's not good enough for you. I said, you can marry Green Arrow. Black Canary fell in love with Green Arrow. She's like, oh. <laughs> but like, they know. Like, we watched one and it was um, it was one, one character I'm not too familiar with, uh, a giant intelligent gorilla. Not Gorilla Grodd, which is another, but uh, the Ultra Humanite. But then there's other ones that show up. Uh, Cheetah. They know Cheetah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Copperhead. Uh, the Shade, which I'm not too familiar with, but I've seen him around. Uh, Lex Luthor. They knew him, the normal human yeah. dude, right? Um, and I'm like, who's missing? Who do they need in this group? And it's the whole episode is like just they're fighting all of the, uh, oh, uh, Star Sapphire, the uh, you know Green Lantern's nemesis girl mm-hmm. there. And they knew them all from other episodes and stuff. More than I do. Me too. And um, I... Um, it gets down to the end, and and the doors slam open, and just from the shape, Nova just like sat bolt upright, and she's like, "The Joker," <laughs> just like that. I'm like, oh. "Yeah, I'm like yeah, that's who they needed, right?" And she's like, "Yeah." Then they look at you and go, "Want to see a trick?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I do not. But that's that's great. They really get into that. But then they also, you know, they're like, "Okay, I want to watch Batman." Okay, now I want to watch My Little Pony. Want to watch The Incredibles? Whatever. Yeah. You know that uh, keeping it varied, with an emphasis on you know they 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 put the emphasis on they love to wear their dresses and their fairy yeah. costumes and stuff like that. So, not to keep the gender roles the way they are, but that's what they gravitate to. But still, okay. they will watch. That's where the interest is. What that's they where like. The interest is. They like they like watching shows with with girls with um you know girl superheroes yeah because you know it shows that there's there's girls that oh that we were watching something we were flipping through channels and um it was it was one of those like you know get in shape boom boom aerobics kind of yeah. bullshit things and um Ripley was sitting there just watching it Nova was asleep upstairs still and she just had her head tilted to the side I said Ripley you're gonna learn as you grow up. That no matter what, there are some girls that are not happy with the way they look. Those are those people. She went, bullshit, this is fine. (laughs) And she just said, okay. Fuck, okay, I hope everything's that easy. (laughs) Lily had an annual physical the other day. Yeah. And um, the other day we we were talking about going camping this summer. And like up in Franconia, and there were a couple of rides or something that she was talking to Olivia about it at Attach that Lily would have to be like over 48 inches for. And Olivia just kept giving her shit that, oh, no, you're not tall enough and <laughs> all that stuff. So um, so when Lily's getting measured, they do her height. And, oh, yeah. You know, and then, then the, you know, the nurse just kind of like, you know, says it as she's like, oh, 51 and three quarters and does it. Lily just goes, Yes. Like, <laughs> what was that about? And she, for lack of a better phrase, just said, you know what? Olivia can suck it. <laughs> Olivia said that. Oh, I that's funny. So. It's weird. Sometimes I get emails on Facebook that like I get friend requests before they actually show up on Facebook. Yeah. It's weird. All right. I'm telling them we're on the way. Oh, wait. No, fuck. I, got, I have a voicemail here. Not from Scott, but just a voicemail that I totally forgot. So should we play it? It might actually be the one Dustin was talking about. I'm not sure. entirely sure. Hey, it's Dustin. Hey, I was just listening to the part where you talked about 
uh, sending a Terminator for further back in time and why they wouldn't do that. And I remember this from reading, having a Terminator a DVD of the original Terminator movie where they have, like, I think it was his, his uh, James Cameron's, like, treatment that he used, you know, not quite a false grip. Um, I think there was a, a mention that uh, all the records you know, uh, disappeared, uh, you know, were you know destroyed after the nuclear war, and that's why Skynet couldn't go any further back. Be sure, but um, you know, uh, but but really, the uh, uh, main reason I'm, I'm calling is because that reminded me of something funny. Is um, he had a um, yes, yeah, it's, it's not really about uh, the Sarah Connor thing, but um, your conversation reminded me of something. Uh, there was like a, a bit in the screenplay where they established that the Terminator had organs to keep his um, his uh, his uh, or, um, keep his or, organic covering alive. Uh. You know, there, um, Kyle Reese describes them as like the size of a chicken in a recessed compartment, and <laughs> you know, and you know, and he has to eat just a little bit to survive. And there's like a part where the Terminator eats a whole Milky Way bar, wrapper and all. <laughs> and um, so I, I thought, you know, that was uh, funny remembering that. And I guess that was the idea. Um, I, I guess in the movie when he was starting to stink and collect flies, I guess the idea was that his, uh, inter- you know, that system had been damaged and was no longer functioning correctly. That would be really interesting. Oh, yeah. By the way, I uh, read something funny. This isn't uh, um, about the plot for Battleship. And I, from what I read, they, this is the, the opening, the very first scene of the movie. So... You know, you know, if you don't, if you, if you care, you can shut me off now. But I just thought this was funny. Yeah, no, I don't think it's going to ruin Scientists detect an extrasolar planet, and they send a transmission out to it. So the you know cut to today, and that's how the aliens found us. And to that, I say. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Sign, uh, attention, uh, screenwriters. Um, there aren't any planets. Uh, there aren't any planets that close. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, you know. Well, from a screenwriting perspective, that makes no sense because, um, you know, I don't think most filmmakers understand the limitations of the speed of light. trillion miles in a year. That nothing can go faster. than radio waves. stars. Four point six. And as far you know, so the aliens would have had to have gotten it like could live no further than six light years away. Hmm. That's extremely close. That's I don't you know, um, but the idea, but that makes no sense because if they're conquerors, they would have found us first. That's you know, a good look point. at all the planets we're discovering. We're on the verge of discovering um, the first Earth-like planets. Yeah. But the whole idea, you know, is that the aliens had to get a transmission from us. Oh, and that's where he got cut yeah. off. But no, I totally agree with that. You know what? If you had a said, oh, back in 1967, we sent out a signal, or the, they answered the Voyager satellite yeah. or something like that. I don't understand the putting limitations on you. And an extrasolar planet, like what? There's, some, there's another one in a synchronous orbit on the right. opposite side of the sun? We wouldn't hit that with radio waves anyway, even if that, that which is not what he was saying, but still. Right. That's weird. Uh, yeah, it's the it's the pseudoscience that's like, you know where pseudoscience works in fucking Ghostbusters. <laughs> it really does, doesn't? It? Oh, it's a laser grid containment system. Okay, okay, Ray. <laughs> I have a particle accelerator backpack that's nuclear powered. Sure. Okay. Sure. 
Hey, did you see that picture of um, George Takei? I got to say, puts up the funniest shit. He does. Um, the thing where it's um, Admiral Akbar just as a Ghostbuster. Yes. And um, I think like like the, it's either the caption or whatever the 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 whoever they were wrote it on Facebook is just like, go ahead, say it. Yeah. yeah. I think the caption is actually it's 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 a you it, know you know <laughs> yeah. But he does actually put up some of the, the funniest stuff. Did you see the one with the broken through wall? Go to George Takei's thing real quick. This has got to be quick because we hit the road soon. Um, it was a broken brick wall. Okay. And like on the wall, there was a little sign, like an eight and a half by 11 piece of paper. It said wanted. Um, and it was a picture of the Kool-Aid guy, uh, which is funny because it's just on a broken wall. It looked like he came. Like, oh, ready to see more recent stories. Yeah. Okay. But I, th- I think it was even more recent than that. So you'd have to actually go back closer to the top. <laughs> which one? C-3PO. You know he was built by Anakin because he's always whining. Yeah. I like that Glenn Close, Glenn Close, but no cigar. Yeah. <laughs> Shit like that. George I like that Strait, one. George and you signals, you go all <sighs> Lion King on did it. You see, did you see the picture of Hitler? Um, <laughs> it's a shot, like, looking up at him, and he's got his arm out, and the caption is, Frisbees make everything funny, and there's a Frisbee, like, like, like just off his fingertips. That's it's funny. a I like this fucking one, riot. It's beat, beat paper. Yeah. This one I, I had put up, too. Um, oh, I like When that asked one. why were there only one set of footprints, Jesus replied to say people ride single file to conceal their numbers. Right. Yeah, I don't, I don't... Is it this? No. No. Yeah, no. Maybe it wasn't. Maybe it wasn't him. Oh, no. well, it doesn't matter. No. Let's, um... Let's check the email one more email time. One more time from Scotty Do. Uh, so that email that I thought... I didn't get from Dustin. I actually did. did. So that's good. That's good. I'm I'm not sure if I'm going to see Battleship in the theater or not. Probably not. But no, um, I, won't, I won't see it. I have no desire to see it. I I like you know big like smash 'em up kind of. You, you know, I read this thing in Entertainment Weekly. This stupid fucking you know they do little <laughs> blurbs about upcoming summer movies. Yeah. You know, it's just like the director or maybe even the screenwriter, the thing talking about how. Oh, you know, when you're playing Battleship, there's such a visceral thing. You know, it's all just, you know, look. Really? Because this bullshit. is how I play Battleship. You guess. I, I pick you a guess. bunch of random shit, and then when I hit one, I do a, a fucking diamond exactly. shape around you it. You go to around find, it to find it. It's, it's, it's an analytical you know game. But the thing is, though, it, it, it's, it's trying to add more to it. It's just like, look, you got a fucking gig. Just say, hey, you know what? This is going to pay the fucking bills for, you know, six months. Yeah. So just, you know, just I would love some because everybody, according to according to like all the press like that, you see, everybody had the best fucking time of their lives making this movie. And it was the best thing. And you know what? It was the script that really <laughs> that that caught them, you know, and really Every every fucking article you read, every goddamn interview you see, this project that they worked on was the greatest fucking thing ever. No matter what the movie, I don't care oh, if it's Prometheus oh. or okay. it's fucking Snow Dogs. I see what you're Snow saying. Snow Dogs, yeah. Oh yeah, this really touched me. The, the, snow, the dogs. snow and the dogs, <laughs> whatever it was, eight miles below or eight below, or the dead M and M's dogs down under the 
fucking planet or well from what i understand oh. battleships out in uh in the uk i think they 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 have it let's see uh let's see what we got here uh opening the ravens got 20 percent. i heard that was really good well not according to these critics um someone was screening it last night <clears throat> it was good the avengers is at 96 percent. have you watched that that david short for pro in for 50 percent for battleship yeah that's better than I would expect. The David short that they put out for Prometheus is the creepiest fucking thing I have ever seen in my life. Like literally, it is. It's he does. He's an amazing actor. Fassbender. Yeah, yeah. absolutely amazing because he can he can give off. He's emoting these fake emotions, and you know they're fake. But it's it's just fucked up. It's because he's acting. Just, you know, but like. It takes it takes some real like skill yeah. to fake. Like I can never understand how an actor can like in a, in a in like a Parks and Recreation like when they do an ad, how the fuck do they act badly? Like when he's doing the diabetes thing. Yeah. I don't get that. It's just acting. I know. I mean, it's not just acting. I'm not no. saying by any stretch that it's easy. To so, me, I acting mean, bad when you're a good actor seems like so much more complicated. Here's this. We'll see how this goes. This is going to be fucking yeah. hideous, isn't it? <laughs> Last rites with Reverend Scott. Hey there, Chris and Frank. Well, it's Reverend Scott, and here we are again with another week of idiots doing stupid things, saying <laughs> retarded statements, and just generally being assholes. Uh, this show was Luckily, all about though, us. we only have to hear you guys do those things for about three hours. Oh, fuck you. Stop yeah. being a cunt. I mean, I'm fresh off of listening to last week's show. There were some things that kind of bothered me. For instance, I'm not quite sure why you guys were wearing low-cut shirts last episode. A lot of cleavage that episode, I must say. Yeah. Did not mind. No. I mean, it's your show. You can do whatever you want. But there's just some questions you guys shouldn't ask. How do you enforce homosexuality? I don't know. I hate to break this to you both, but I'm married to a woman. <laughs> And that's not going to change despite what you two say. <laughs> you can harumph all you want. That doesn't change some of the other things you guys did last week. Uh, well, here's where we get to the idiocy. I mean, seriously, what made you think you guys could spend an entire hour talking about how Justin Bieber is this generation's Elvis? Like, I don't have an answer, but fuck you, that's my answer. Fair enough. Well, how about this? What if I asked you what would happen if there were only one man not voting that was keeping your favoritist candidate, Rick Santorum, from becoming president somehow? I'd be deader in jail. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, obviously, we know he's not going to win. Although, it's not exactly clear to me why he dropped out of the race. Was caught sucking a dick. Well, regardless of what happened, I'm kind of curious why you guys don't talk about your campaign for the presidency anymore. I'm fucking yeah. useless. Oh, don't oh. say that, Chris. We all know Frank is the useless one. What? <laughs> I was waiting for that. What the fuck? You done fucked up now. Yeah. Well, now that I hear your reaction, Frank, I do kind of feel bad. 
Do you think you could ever forgive me? You may as well just bend down, hold open your butt cheeks, because you're going to get a whole bunch of penis in your bum. Uh, um, no thanks, Frank. <laughs> but uh, you can have at that, Chris. I am all over that shit. Uh, on that note, I think I better call it a night. Peace and love, guys. Oh, God damn it. Are you serious? This is useless to me as someone else's dick. All right? Fucking bravo. That yeah. was bold. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> that was great. I regret everything I say all the time. Are you serious? Podcast at gmail.com. Yeah. Um, Reverend Scott, you were very, very funny. Oh, and um, just to end the whole show, uh, they greenlit The Muppets 2. Yeah, I heard about that. Very happy about that. So, uh, no real news or politics this week, just a little bit of religion and science. Yeah, it's so. the same bullshit. Yeah. All right, have a great week. Um, we didn't do the whole thing at the end, right? Are you serious? Podcast at gmail.com and 206 339 5808. Bye bye. Bye. final thing these candidates will say are their closing statements. We will begin with our first candidate to go, Bobby Newport. How do we fix this town? I have no idea. You tell me. That's what I'm counting on, you telling me. And Leslie, no. Closing statement. I'm very angry. I'm angry that Bobby Newport would hold this town hostage and threaten to leave if you don't give him what he wants. It's despicable. Corporations are not allowed to dictate what a city needs. That power belongs to the people. Bobby Newport and his daddy would like you to think it belongs to them. I love this town. And when you love something, you don't threaten it. You don't punish it. You fight for it. You take care of it. You put it first. As your city councilor, I will make sure that no one takes advantage of Pawnee. If I seem too passionate, 
it's because I care. And if I come on strong, it's because I feel strongly. And if I push too hard, it's because things aren't moving fast enough. This is my home. You are my family. And I promise you, I'm not going anywhere. Holy shit, Leslie, that was awesome. That's all you get, jerks!